Hi, this is David. Eating right is often hard these days, but eating better is easy with Factor's ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian-approved, and ready to go in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. With Factor, there's no prep and no mess. Their meals are ready to heat and eat, so there's no prepping, cooking, or cleanup needed. Plus, Factor is less expensive than takeout, and you can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. What are you waiting for? Discover Factor's wide variety of easy options for the entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash living50 and use code living50 to get 50% off. That's code living50 at factormeals.com slash living50 to get 50% off. Thank you. Welcome to the Inspirational Living Podcast. Today's reading was edited and adapted from Character Sketches for Boys and Girls by Henry Davenport Northrup, published in 1899. There is a grand virtue that goes by the name of pluck. It would take volumes to record its victories. Those with pluck are able to face any duty or trial, walk up to it with determination in every look and action. Pluck is opposed to cowardice. It does not belong to weak characters. You find it wherever anything worth doing is done, where anything worth achieving is achieved. It can stand a shock without fainting. Its hair is not likely to stand straight up through fright. It doesn't run from ghosts. It marches right up, and the ghost runs. Pluck has done wonders. If you have it, thank God for it. This magnificent courage has had its praises sung in epics and told in history, but not half enough has ever been said about it. Bronze and marble commemorate it, but its glories and triumphs will last when bronze and marble have crumbled. Courage without wisdom is mere boldness, and there is a reckless boldness that defeats itself. We like to see a person who knows they are right stand like a rock, but we scorn the person who is blown about by every wind that comes along. President Garfield once said, A pound of pluck is worth a ton of luck. Therefore, let not poverty stand as an obstacle in your way. Poverty is uncomfortable, as I can attest. But nine times out of ten, the best thing that can happen to a young person is to be tossed overboard and compelled to sink or swim for themselves. 
It's not an exaggeration to say that Pluck won the American Revolution. It has won all fame and fortune. It makes a person a hero and a victor. It has put the laurel on every brow that ever wore it. The world owes much to its women and men of courage. I do not mean physical courage, but the courage that displays itself in silent effort and endeavor, that dares to endure all and suffer all for truth and duty. Such courage is more truly heroic than the achievements of physical valor. It is moral courage that characterizes the highest order of manhood and womanhood, the courage to seek and speak the truth, the courage to be just, the courage to be honest, the courage to resist temptation, the courage to do one's duty. If men and women do not possess this virtue, they have no security whatsoever for the preservation of any other. Every step of progress in history has been made in the face of opposition and difficulty and achieved and secured by people of intrepidity and valor, by leaders in the world of thought, by great discoverers, great patriots, and great workers in all walks of life. There is scarcely a great truth or doctrine that has not had to fight its way to public recognition in the face of detraction, calumny, and persecution. Wherever great souls give utterance to their thoughts, there also is a Golgotha. The astronomer Copernicus was persecuted as an infidel. So was Sir Isaac Newton for his discovery of the law of gravitation. And a similar charge was made against Benjamin Franklin for explaining the nature of the thunderbolt. Indeed, there has scarcely been a discovery in astronomy natural history, or physical science that has not been attacked by the bigoted and narrow-minded. Thus, nearly every enlargement of knowledge which has made us better acquainted with the heavens, with the earth, and with ourselves has been established by the energy, devotion, self-sacrifice, and courage of the great spirits of past times who, however much they have been opposed or reviled by their contemporaries, now rank among the greatest figures of history. While the courage of the martyrs of science is worthy of honor, no less glorious has been the courage of the martyrs of faith, those who have been content to lay down their lives, rather than abandon their conscientious convictions. Men and women of this type of courage inspired by a high sense of duty, have in past times exhibited character in its most heroic aspects. Thus there are two kinds of courage, physical and moral. The former finds its highest type in the warrior, while the latter is illustrated by those people who have suffered martyrdom, rather than sacrifice their love of truth and their conscientious convictions. True courage is a combination of these moral and physical qualities, so united as to secure the noblest character. A pure conscience, a clear intelligent mind, and a strong body 
are necessary to the highest form of courageous manhood and womanhood. A person may have the moral courage which will enable them to dare any consequence to do the right thing, and at the same time, a physical weakness which would shrink at the slightest pain. Of such a combination, martyrs have often been made, their moral heroism overcoming their fear of death and the pangs of torture. A really brave woman and man never exposes themselves needlessly to danger, and if unhappily entrapped in a quarrel, they will always refuse to fight until compelled to in self-defense. They will suffer insult and indignity, permit themselves to be called hard names, and to be misrepresented, rather than allow hatred and murder to enter their heart, or do something which in their calmer moments they would abhor. There is nothing attractive in timidity, nothing lovable in fear. All weakness, whether of mind or body, is equivalent to handicap. Courage is graceful and dignified, and while strong, filled also with tenderness and gentleness. Everybody must expect troubles, but there is only one way of looking at fate, whatever that may be, whether blessings or afflictions, and that is to behave always with dignity. We must not lose heart, or it will be worse both for ourselves and for those whom we love. As it's been said, to struggle, and then again and again to renew the conflict. That is life's inheritance. Although success is the prize for which everyone toils, we nevertheless often have to labor on perseveringly, without any glimmer of success in sight. Meanwhile, we have to live upon our courage, sowing our seed it may be in the dark, in the hope that it will take root and spring up an achieved result. The best causes have triumphed only after a long succession of failures. The heroism needed is thus to be measured not so much by immediate success as by the opposition encountered and the courage with which the struggle was continued. However, the courage most needed in the world is not the heroic kind. Courage may be displayed in everyday life, as well as in historic fields of action. There needs, for example, the common courage to be honest, the courage to resist temptation, the courage to speak the truth the courage to be what we really are, and not to pretend to be what we are not, the courage to live honestly within our own means, and not dishonestly upon the means of others. A great deal of the unhappiness and much of the vice of the world is owing to weakness and indecision of purpose, in other words, to lack of courage. People may know what is right, and yet fail to exercise the courage to do it. They may understand the duty they have to do, but will not summon up the requisite resolution to perform it. The weak and undisciplined person is at the mercy of every temptation. They cannot say no, 
but always acquiesce, and if their companionship be bad, they will all the easier be led away by bad example into wrongdoing. Nothing can be more certain than that character can only be sustained and strengthened by its own energetic action. The will, which is the central force of character, must be trained to habits of decision, otherwise it will neither be able to resist evil nor to follow good. Decision-making gives us the power to stand firmly, when yielding, however slightly, might have been the first step in a downhill course to our ruin. Many valiant purposes have ended merely in words, deeds that were intended but never done, designs drafted but never begun, and all for a want of a little courageous decision. Better by far the silent tongue backed by eloquent deed, for in life and in business, dispatch is better than discourse, and the shortest answer of all is in the doing. It is the strong and courageous who lead, guide, and rule the world. The weak and timid leave no trace behind them, while the life of a single, upright, and energetic person is like a beacon of light. Their example is remembered and appealed to, and their thoughts, spirit, and courage continue to be inspiration for succeeding generations. It is energy that produces the miracle of enthusiasm in all ages. Everywhere it is the mainspring of what is called force of character, and it is the sustaining power of all great action. In a righteous cause, the determined individual stands upon their courage as upon a granite block. And like David, they will go forth to meet Goliath, strong in heart and fearless. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply. 